Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Is Lit Sis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And... Also, keep enjoying LitSys. Yes, and share LitSys, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Happy Friday, LitSisners. We are coming at you <laughs> from my newly front porch, which I think we've talked about already. Mm-hmm. But um, just enjoying this beautiful day and reading our new July books, starting off the month strong, and we're just thinking about, you know, how some really fun lit sis idea episodes coming at you guys that we were just thinking about and and then we realized oh my gosh it is like an hour or so until lit sis is supposed to be uh released and uh we had not recorded a word <laughs> here we are come on so, at you now so this might sound a little bit rushed but only because we want to bring you the content at the time that we always tell you that it's going to come um We've just had a lot of distractions today since it is the holiday weekend. Our mom took the day off, and so we were spending time with her, playing with Haley's baby, and time just kind of went away from us. So, but today we're still going to talk to you about our June loves, likes, and dislikes. Yes, we've got some really good books talking about coming at you <laughs> today. I don't know why we always say Talking that. out, coming at you. Mm-hmm. So... I, I know exactly what I'm going to say for my loves, likes, and dislikes. Why don't you start with yours first, Matt? Because honestly, I have like two books that I loved, and then I have a lot of like meh books. Mm. So that's like kind of hard for me right now. That's kind of where I'm at, gotcha. if I'm being honest. So for me, my love book for the month is without a doubt Home Before Dark by Riley Sager. We went into an entire episode about this, so if you want to go back, I think it was two weeks ago, two episodes ago. We discussed in depth all about Riley Sager's newest book. And it is, I mean, we basically spoiled the whole thing in the episode. So I think maybe we shouldn't talk about that book because we already had a whole thing about it. <sighs> Fine. I'll choose okay, a different one. No, no, no. You can choose it as your love, but maybe have a second love. Like, we can both say we loved it. Like, that's like our overarching okay, love for, because that was one that I said that I, I was thinking about that I loved, that I didn't get mm, a chance okay, to actually Okay, like, that's fair. So then yeah. I'll switch it to my, my personal love was actually Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro, which is the book that I've been trying to read, like, multiple times. Which is so interesting because literally every time you want to talk about this book, you're like, um, yeah, it's like this book that I... <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it's, yeah. it's about this. And, like, we've talked about it multiple times on the, like, podcast, but finally she decides... 
to actually, you and know, I, yeah. read it and finish it and see how she feels about it. And I actually super duper loved it, and it made me cry at the end. Mm. So, like, it's about, like, this, and I've said it before, but it's about, like, this, um, these kids that grow up in this, like, kind of like a boarding school thing that they are literally are born to be organ donors and I actually found out a piece of information which I don't know if I could should share it if you plan on reading just don't listen to these next 10 seconds but they're actually clones of bad people in society like like prostitutes and drug lords and stuff like that that weren't initially useful people in society and so they cloned them to create these people that are organ donors. That so. is so interesting. I had no clue. Yeah, you you like find out as the book progresses, and like I think that's why it's hard to read the first Spoiler. chunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's why it's hard to read the first chunk because they're just kids and you don't really know what they're doing or why they're doing it, mm-hmm. or how it even comes to be like where are their parents and stuff like that. It's because there aren't any. Wow. But it was super good and it really talks about like humanity and like what it means to actually be a well, person and to have a soul and. That makes me kind of want to read it, but now you've already spoiled it. So it's not like I a, even it's read not it a now? huge. It's not like a huge surprise. Like okay, like it's not like this is the biggest twist ever, or blah blah blah. Like they know they know growing up that that's that they are clones. Oh, they do know. Yeah, they don't think that they had parents. They know that they didn't have parents. Oh, so but do they ever find out like what they the per, like? the identity of the clone of who they've been cloned and what their original person did no but one oh, of, no so awesome. i know but one of the girls she like because they know they were like kind of bad people she like looks at like porn magazines to try and see if she can find her face really mm-hmm. weird very weird but it was super good and it made me cry and it is my love for the month of what month was that june the months are just flying by they are oh my gosh okay so my love for the month of june is oh gosh okay people i think people are gonna be surprised my love is the ballad of songbirds and snakes by suzanne collins mm, you are one of the people that really loves it i know a lot of people did not like it um i really really enjoyed it though i thought that it was super interesting and um i feel like people just had different expectations of um of what the book was supposed to be about. But um, I don't know. I just feel like I went into it knowing that you, um, knowing that the book was about President Snow. And I think some people maybe didn't know that or they, they had those preconceived notions of like, oh, it's going to be about this. And they probably like planned in their head what they thought the book was going to – like had theories mm-hmm. of what the book was going to be about. Um, but for me, I, I, I knew that that's what it was going to be. And it was just so interesting because – there were a lot of um, allusions to, like, the Hunger Games trilogy and, like, the different games and, like, stuff like that where you're like, oh, this element of the Hunger Games was first introduced when President Snow was involved, but he wasn't President Snow yet. He was, like, 18 years old. So it's just super interesting how they go about it's just interesting how how she goes about like introducing these little snippets of things like I don't want to give it all away but there's a lot of things that you will recognize that are in the later years of the Hunger Games that were first established with um when President Snow was kind of well essentially he's like a mentor. Yeah. He's like one of the mentors like if you guys Effie. know yeah like Effie from the Hunger Games like for Katniss and Peeta. 
he had a mentor that he was a mentor for a tribute and it's that was like the first year they had introduced that and so it's, it's just super super interesting yeah i think it was just fun to dive back into the world of pan am and it like remind like we were kind of talking about like reading slump you know and so i think um so i think with um i think with that book it really helped ignite my oh i'm enjoying reading again kind of feeling and just feeling like i can stay connected to a character and a storyline because for a while it's kind of just been like Meh, I don't care about these. Yeah, I don't really care about these characters a ton. I'm kind of just reading it because it seems in- it sounds like an interesting plot. You know, I kind of want to cross it off my list. But this book was like, oh, I'm actually like fully engaged, fully present, and it's just really, really interesting. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, though, if there is anything that you liked or did not like about the Hunger Games book. You know, I, I think it was – I know there's a lot of people who did not like it, but – I really liked it. Obviously, it's my love. And, you know, I'll probably read it next month because August is my month of recommendations. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Also, I know, Haley, you've been feeling kind of down on yourself because in June you didn't read as many books as you wanted to. But, guys, let me just say, Haley still read, like, seven books, which is so much considering there's, like, like, June is only 30 days. Like, that's, like, a book, like, every solid, like, three to four days, which is super good and... Never get down on yourself, sis. You do Thanks. great. You do great reading. Thanks, me. Mm-hmm. So my like for the month is actually very surprising. Um, and my, I think it's surprising, uh, is The Immortalist by Chloe Benjamin. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is very surprising. Yeah, I actually super enjoyed it. So it's about these four siblings who, when they're young, go visit a fortune teller who um, kind of tells them when they're going to die. Um, and so then it kind of turns into this whole thing of, they have this constant thought of when they're going to die. And so it's like, does do these things happen because they think they're going to die on these days? Or is the fortune teller telling the truth? Like, basically, like, it's kind of like a mind game with themselves. But each, there's four parts and each part focus on, on a different sibling. And the parts end when that sibling then dies. And so it's just really interesting to see like because eventually like at the very end like the oldest sibling is very focused on longevity and what it how you can live a long time probably because all the other siblings and family members have have passed away and like being led into this kind of like what even is time what even is life how do you even live to be a certain age um and so it's really an interesting take on what mortality means to us but it also has such rich stories so like two of the siblings like go to san francisco like they just like run away and so you get like their stories and then you get the other two sibling stories and just kind of see how their lives start to unveil as like being like becoming famous or like settling into a life or all that kind of stuff or become like a research scientist um and so i just think it's super interesting to see these four characters that you don't see them very much developed together as siblings you get that like right in just like a pr- like a pr- what's it prologue yeah, yeah. i almost said prelude um <laughs> you get, same but different same but different music. um but like you see them in the prologue and then pretty much from there it just splits and so you really get to see the way that the siblings just have been connected to one another but then just drastically grow and branch out because the cover is a book. I'm not a book, a tree. (laughs) The cover is not a book, (laughs) but the cover is a tree and you can actually see that their lives do branch out in these beautiful ways. So I thought it was really good and that is my like. 
I read it earlier in the month, so I kind of forgot about I it. I forgot about it too. Mm-hmm. And then when you were, when you just brought it up, I was like, oh my gosh, that was the same month. This has been the same month. The funny thing is, June has gone by so fast, but also like. That's just funny that I forgot that you had read that this month because it feels like that was forever ago. I forgot ago. that you, you, well, the very first book you read of this month, I don't know if that's going to be your like. Is that going to be your like? Yeah. Okay. This Haley's like, totally forgot that you read this this month. Yes. I thought it was May. So <laughs> my like for the month is Beach Read by Emily Henry. This book has been getting a ton of attention um, and it should. It's super good. Um, it's about these two writers who um, kind of were like, um, like, not arch enemies, but they were like rivals. Yeah. Rivals in like college, um, because they wrote different genres, but they also like, just, they were like, how could you write? Like they looked at each other and be like, how could you write? Blah, blah, blah. Like happily ever after is gross. And then one is like, well, you never have like positive things to say, or you always are taught. You're always writing all these negative, you know, bad things that are happening in the world. All that to say, they both eventually become published authors, and um, their lives just, they go separate ways. So somehow, fate brings them back together on the beautiful shores of Michigan, Um, and uh, the girl had um, just inherited a lake house from her dad because he had passed away, and who so happens to be her neighbor? The rival guy from college. Um, he has become like New York Times bestseller author and like all this stuff. So uh, and then they both are kind of feeling like the reading slump or not reading, writing slump. Um, and what they end up doing is kind of making this bet of like, I bet I could write a better romance than you. Well, then I think I could write a better nonfiction or like a fiction than you. So they switch genres. And what they do is they kind of like do these quote unquote date nights where it's like trying to inspire the other person of like, well, if I was doing research on a book, this is what I would do to try to be inspired. And they like go to these different things and um, I won't tell you where it goes, but anyway, it's they just- They do have cartoon people on the cover, let's just say. <laughs> yes, if you've been listening to our conversations about cartoon characters, Mads, not a fan because usually that's like a cheesy romance but there's a lot of like depth to this i dig i dig it a little emotional mm. so i mean there's Do a lot of other th- emotions what is this yes well there's just uh, there's other things that the book just was reminding me of stuff but i will tell you that i was laughing out loud like maddie is a <laughs> is a witness to this there were times where i was reading chunks of it out loud to maddie because the way that they banter and the way that they process and the way that they like view the world as writers i feel like is so relatable especially i know mad's planning on reading this book probably next month um and so it's just was super it just was super good and like really witty and i can see why it's getting a lot of attention but i i would recommend it to people for sure um there are a few little like heavier topics throughout it um and the ending was like good it wasn't like i wasn't like oh that's such a great way to wrap up the story but it was really sweet it was cute um and that's why it's my like Perfect. I'm really excited to read that book next month. Honestly, it was so fun when you would be like, oh my gosh, just this one part, just read it from right here. Let me read it to you. Um, I always really enjoy really funny books. Um, So now we're going to go into the awful part of this month, which is when we talk about our dislikes for the month. Um, So my dislike for the month was actually the last book that I read for the month, which is The Word Exchange by Elena Graydon, which I've been looking forward to reading this book. Haley and I both got it from like a secondhand shop. We both got a copy. 
in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? There's two copies of this book at a secondhand <laughs> shop. So there must be a reason. There must be a reason. Maybe there's something wrong with it. And it truly, like, what I just say about it is it would have made a much better, like, sci-fi movie. Which is interesting to say that, like, a book would be better as a movie because usually we like books better than the movies. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you think that yeah. the book would work better as a movie is interesting. Oh, because, I kind of feel yeah. like this one as well potentially could work. Yes. Another book Maddie and I read this month together was The Starless Sea by Aaron Morgenstern, which we talked about we were reading. Um, and I could see how that one could also be really interesting as a movie just mm-hmm. because of... I don't think the word exchange had like a lot of different storylines going on. Did it didn't. It? it was one main storyline. Okay, but Star Wars is a lot, so it's very much it's very Alice in Wonderland. Actually, yeah. both of these books had homages to Alice in Wonderland. That's really interesting. So that was super interesting. Um, but yeah, I definitely like the Star Wars had a lot of various things happening all at once. So I think it can be easy to get distracted when you're not visually seeing it, mm-hmm. um, relying on your brain to make those pictures instead. But anyway, going back to the word exchange. Yeah. It was, it kind of, it was interesting at first where it's in a world where print, print, printed words kind of going out of, like, it's kind of going extinct because everything is, like, verbalized or, like, um, like, they have, like, these things like called. fear. Yeah. All these things <laughs> called, like, memes, which are kind of like phones, but they can sense things. Like, they can sense when you uh, need to, when you're, like, forgetting a word, like, a word is on the tip of your tongue. You hold it up and it tells you the word that you're thinking of that you can't remember. So stuff like that. And then there's this thing called the word exchange where people can are starting to forget word definitions. Or like it's kind of like a dictionary, but you have to pay for the definitions. That's cool. Um, See, this concept, every time we talk about it, I'm like, that is super interesting. It's, but it must not have translated very well. It, it is really interesting. It really is. And like I, it did keep my attention. The only issue was the writing style mm. was very heavy description and the way that the book goes it should have been more fast-paced writing in my opinion you don't need the heavy description to understand what's happening um because sometimes you need heavy description to understand but you really didn't need to know all the various details to understand the plot line and where everything was going so instead of like being like oh this is exciting me like moment by moment it was like and this is interesting and i have to listen to like three pages about description of this memory that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was just kind of frustrating. Or, like, it just kind of felt like things were kind of being, like, there's a lot of exposition or there's a lot of, like, questions I think I had where I was just like, I don't know if, like, this matters as much to what the the storyline is going to. Um, I did, like, I did really like the characters and I did feel really connected to the characters, which is always a benefit. Um, and then I would say the one thing that I think made it the hardest for this to book to read this book um, compared to um, if it had been a movie is that there's this thing called the word flu. You know how I said they're kind of forgetting yeah, words? Yeah. It's like this pandemic that happens, LOL, and people just forget how to speak and they start going on the word exchange. Like they forget certain words. Say you forgot the word for fork. They go on the word exchange, try and figure out what the word for fork was, but the word exchange would give them the wrong word. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So they were starting to, the, so the memes that they had were starting to infiltrate their brains and make them misremember how to say certain words or what the definitions of words were. Wow. Um, and that was hard because one of the characters, you see two perspectives, one of the characters starts to get the word flu. Mm-hmm. So when you're reading his section, I read a little bit of it too. When you're reading his section, it says nor- there's normal words in English and then there will be like a random word instead of like, yeah. 
they're like, what's going flop? Well, not, not even flop, like, what's going fluke? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. So you'd have to, like, read it very precisely to try and figure out what word what is they're actually what they're trying actually trying to, trying say. to say. And it wouldn't just happen in dialogue. He would have chapters where, like, you'd get three or four words a sentence or three or four words a paragraph or something like that that were not correct. And so you'd like have the, to try and piece together what it was being said. Do you feel like the overall message of the book and the concept was portrayed well? Like, you understand, like... Like kind of things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get what they were, what the author was doing here. I understand the, you know, I understand the point they're making. I just didn't like how they did it. Or yeah, like I, I would definitely know. say like I like it's I think like, it's kind of like maybe a good neighborhood. Mm, I like it. Yeah, no, no. I get, I get, I get it. Like, oh, I get where you, what your agenda is and what you're going for. I just didn't like how you went about it. Or yeah, like, I can appreciate what you've done mm-hmm. here, literary wise, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was it was definitely more along the lines of like I understand what you were trying to do here, but it was executed poorly. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it could, have, and that's why I say like it could be a really good movie because instead of reading all of this dialogue and description that has because it's like he was doing a journal, mm-hmm. so like he would describe it like going on a walk, which normally isn't verbalized, and going on a walk there'd be like three or four wrong words, wow. and so that was just hard to read. So like versus if you'd seen a movie of it in which only when he speaks those wrong words, then it would be a lot more easy to understand versus, like, you have to, in your mind, understand what's happening. Yeah. Even with the wrong words. So it just yeah, got really yeah, confusing yeah. after a while. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that's my dislike. I still think it's worth reading because it does send a good message. And if you're willing to decipher, go for it. It was just harder for me. Yeah. Um, I think for me... My dislike for this month was The Revenant by Michael Punk. Mm-hmm. Or Punky. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know you. Anyway, I really... I don't... There's something about this book where it's not that long. I've not seen the movie. Um, I have. Matt's, we both read it. Both we both read the book um, this month together. But, yeah, I haven't read the movie. I haven't seen the movie, but, you know, I think even just based on trailer, you know, like this frontiersman gets attacked by a grizzly bear and gets, like, left by his gets left by his um people yeah whatever i don't remember they're called tracking buddies i don't know his company and um to fend for himself and to see if he survives and it's about revenge and this guy he recovers and he's trying to go after the people who left him to die and you know like that that's how i think how it goes to die anyway so sounds super engaging right let me just say that sounds like I feel like even the the voice that I did helped gauge even more of your like, wow, that sounds interesting. That sounds intriguing. I'm excited. Let me just say, it was slow moving. There were chunks. Mad was like, I could have read it in one day. I had to take like two or three days to read it. And it was like 250 pages, something like that. Not that long. Um, It was just, there was a lot of description and sometimes and maddie said the difference was the book and the the movie is that um you would think he'd be alone majority of the time mm-hmm. um and the book he's not really alone that like, he is alone at chunks but you also get snippets of the company that left him and like the perspectives of those mm-hmm. people then you get the perspective of like 
other people yes to people he stumbles upon or like yeah other other people who are a part of like the american military at the time and they're like holding down the forts and and then you get his perspective and then he like runs into and then you get some history of him and like his past where he you know experiences that he has had previously to all of this and like how he kind of got to where he is that day and do you know tracking with the fur company and like all this stuff like that so there's a, some exposition throughout and i would just say like there's such a build-up to the ending of oh you know and there's even a map at the front of it that shows like the route that he takes and the route that the other people take and you can see where they intersect and you're like yeah that's where like it's all gonna go down and it intersects and you get to the spot where the build-up the climax has come the letdown is a bummer. It was a bummer for me. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. The big difference between the book and the movie is like the movie is mostly like him surviving, being alone out there, and in the book is very much like hey, like there's so much more to the book than him just surviving. So like I appreciate the book had other things, but it was also like, huh, him being alone is kind of over already, which yeah, is surprising. And, and just like literally the very, very, very end. Ended with a different character, like one of the side characters that you knew about and was a part of the tracking company and stuff like that. But like even how it ended, I was like, what? Like, are you supposed to, am I supposed to like be inferring about something based on, you know, mm-hmm. how this ended? Are you hoping it's like a dot, 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 whatever? But it kind of just felt felt unfinished. It didn't feel like intentional. I don't know. I understood where he was going with it. I do. Like I kind of, I did try to infer, but it just was like literally that last chapter. I was like, this was unnecessary. And anyway, I don't want to give it all away because I've not seen the movie. I don't know how the movie goes and how the fulfillment of revenge, you know, comes to be or anything like that. But let's just say I was sorely disappointed. Well, Hallelujah, we got this all together right before we needed to get it done. But before we go, Haley, what are you reading right now? I am currently reading The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell, and this is my Which is one of mine. Yeah, this is my third Lisa Jewell. Let me just say, she's like kind of started to warm up to me, but also I'm still a little bit apprehensive of her as an author in general. Mm -hmm. And I've heard this is like one of her best ones. Like people really like this one, and uh, Maddie has really enjoyed this one, so... I'm really giving it a chance, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm reading. What are you reading, Matt? So I am reading one of your biggest recommendations to me, which is The Whisper Man by Alex North. I, I literally did like zero reading yesterday, so I think both of our goals today is to do as much reading as possible. But which I'm is re- what we were doing when we realized we hadn't recorded. Yeah, we were, we were like, so we, reading mindset. We were like, oh my gosh, we've got to read. And then we're like, oh my gosh, didn't get to record yet. Um, and so I definitely am going to try and dive more into this. I'm only about a hundred pages and it's about three fifty something. So Haley and our friend Sarah really rave about it right now. I'm kind of lukewarm about it, but I know it's probably going to get weirder and creepier. So I'm excited to read it more and just, I don't know, keep getting into all these different thrillers I'm supposed to read. Yes. Mad's month for July is thrillers. So she is going to be trying to pump out quite a few. So I'm really excited for her to read some of my favorites, and maybe we can even discuss later Ooh, on. It'll be really fun. It'll be very fun. All right, well, that's all. Thank you guys so much for uh, listening, even when we forget. Yes. <laughs> but it's here. It's noon, and it's here. All right, well, thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. And have a happy 4th of July weekend. Ooh, that too, yes.
But when